circle moving in. Oh, what a stop! An outstanding save, and he sure can't believe it. Goes it one timer. Scores! Holy snikes! Patrick Lyonnais. Jarvis and Fabio. Hello, and welcome to another Brew Jackets episode. I'm going to be on my own for a bit uh, tonight, and I'm just figuring out my camera settings here since I, I have a shared screen up. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well tonight. Uh, it's been a f- much better day today since we didn't play yet. Just kidding, but seriously, we're going we're gonna to get into it here in just a little bit. Um, first of all, though, I want to talk about the brew I am drinking tonight. I have Samuel Smith's Organic Cider, produced from organically grown apples, uh, product of the United Kingdom. There's the label for anyone watching on video, live stream, on replay or anything. Um, it looks pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Um uh, I love me some cider, so let's go ahead and give it a try real quick. I didn't really quite have a nice, too much of a satisfying pop to it there. Oh yeah, getting that nice fluid here. Pouring it out real quick. For those of you on audio, I, <laughs> I am pouring it out right now. And this mug fits it perfectly. This is a big bottle. This is a uh, one pint in a bottle right here. Hmm, not bad. Wow, actually not bad. I was expecting something sweeter because normally that's my, my one complaint with ciders and whatnot is like how sweet they are. Um, and uh, this one's pretty good. It's not quite as dry as Strongbow, but it definitely, uh, I'll, I would get this again. This is pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. What's up, Matt? How you doing tonight, man? What is it? What it is. What is it? Yeah. I just said uh, it was uh, sh- uh, Samuel Smith's organic cider. Damn you, Lance! Look, I- I'll get it someday. You can't pressure me into things. I'll do it. I'll just do it even less. I I don't like being pressured. <laughs> like no offense, it's just how I am. When I- when I came into the stream, it sounded like you were taking a piss. Oh, good. That's um. I mean, honestly, though, like that's just how it- the beer sounds the same getting poured as it does. Come out, you know. I'm so glad that you described for the uh, listeners on the on the yeah, uh, podcast what the to. fuck is going on. I've been noticing on. we've been having some more downloads there, and so I definitely want to make sure we include it's, uh, it's the me. audio listeners in the podcast and whatnot. You're not 38 people, though, you know, unless you have 38 devices. I'd be pretty impressed. I've, I'm, I got schizophrenia. I'm trying to humble brag about our podcast right now, dude. Um, but... In any case, Dude, I don't give a fuck. Delicious. Who, I would get it again. I, I don't give a fuck who's listening. Whatever. I, I like talking to you, Lance. Well, I do because the thing is. Oh well, I, I get what you're saying. All right. Well, I appreciate that sentiment. Oh, by um, the way, hold on. Oh shit! What you got, man? Oh man, that don't smell like it's gonna be good. Oh no. Oh man, what did you get this week? It is a. Oh, here, you know what? We'll make this a little bit bigger. Oh, psych. Where are we at here? Can you see Blueberry that? lemonade ale? Um, doesn't sound like my. What, what, what's the brand? 
Uh, it's a local brand down here Excuse called me, Steel. Sir. It's called Steel Hands. Steel Hands. Blueberry lemonade ale. Not necessarily up my alley, but yeah, tell me how it is. Well, so the smell is kind of off-putting. How's I, I I was kind of desperate because uh I hadn't I hadn't gotten anything and uh the uh the place that I go to get beer closes at seven. Ah, uh, bummer. So I had to just go to a gas station. That's the way she goes. And for anyone um watching the vod today, uh keep in mind Matt is in his driveway at home because his dogs make a loud noise in the background. So that's all. He's not yes, he's in a car, but he's not going anywhere. There's better sound there. Anyway. Just wanted to get that out of the way real quick. So um before you were here, I had up my I had a shared screen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot you've been like pussyfooting around uh all right. I took a sip of it. Took a sip of it. Um it's pretty good. It's not exactly my cup of tea because I really don't like what is that? Sorry, no, nothing, 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 nothing. Keep going, keep what going. The, what the fuck are you signaling I'm, for? I'm just, I'm talking to someone. I'm all, you know, here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh my. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Did we just get a nipple shot? <laughs> that was a nip slip. Howdy. The timing was beautiful. How's it going, Santori man? How you doing tonight? I'm I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing. How's it going? Decent, man. I'm drinking a brew. We didn't lose today. It's a good, good day. It's a great day. It's a great day. Well, we also didn't play, but you know, we didn't lose. Can't lose. Great day. Hey, the Bengals ain't gonna lose this week either. Couple call ups. Oh sir. Oh yeah, boy. Browns didn't lose last week either, right? They lose every week. I had a bye week though, too. I, I know the joke was that Cincinnati had a bye week as well. But anyway, I love that angle, Sandori. You got to keep that angle, right there. Yeah, it reminds me <laughs> of that one dude from. Never mind. That's going to sound meaner than I meant it. Um, Squidward. Look like Squidward's house. No. <laughs> Y'all ever seen Men in Black? Are you pooping again? Oh yeah. <laughs> You see Men in Black? All right, you know, like the Edgar guy that's like, I need sugar and water. Well, like the angle your head's back right now, like it looks like a little deformed because the phone's, you know, like has like a certain angle to it. Anyway, I just was drawing a small comparison between the two and watch how far down you tilt that. Um, Just drawing a small comparison between the two. I'm sorry. Review on the brew. If yes. you like okay, blueberries, if you like blueberries, you'd probably give it like a seven. I don't really like blueberries, so I'll give it like a three. I gotta be in the mood for blueberries, so it seems kind of like a summer thing too. Like maybe we get good on like a beach on a hot summer day, but it's really not that sour, honestly. It's actually pretty. It would be a lot smoother if it was colder. Uh, oh, ooh, yeah, I bet. I had to. <laughs> I stuck it in the freezer Very for like 30, 30 minutes. Nice, nice. Um, Is that you pooping? Well, <laughs> no, it's probably a noise I made into my what? mic or something. I'm not making any noise. What, what, what the fuck yeah, is the crackling I, sound? 
Okay, it's gone. I have no clue. We just, like I don't want to leave too oh. much dead air here though before there are audio listeners. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we'll just kind of we had a couple of brew reviews. Santori, I hope we see you again soon. Um, had a couple of brew reviews and whatnot. Um, now I want to talk some stats. I want to talk about uh where we're at right now as a as a team. I think we're all pretty familiar with it. Um, we suck. Yeah, it's not looking good right now. So. Can we talk about uh, what's his name's comments? Who? The the coach. Yeah, we'll get to that. God damn it, man! That dude's we'll just fucking. Yeah, it's just like uh, it's not making anything any better at all. The way that these comments are coming out the, from from the, the coach. Um, the answers, wanna... all all of the answers are are in there. Are in that in room. There. We just have to what find the... them. Is Ooh, it what? fucking? Are you playing? Are you like? Are you looking at where's Waldo? Is is that what like, it is? You trying to find fucking Waldo? That dude's the coach, right? Should he not have like an idea of where the answers like like we just have to find the answers? Like, no, you need to be coming up with answers yourself. Soon. I think the ownership needs to uh, find the answers. We have a comment. Little boomer CBJ says we're dead last, man. Yeah, um, we really are right now. Um, if we're looking at this thing on my screen right now, uh, if anyone's checking it out, we are uh, eighth in the Metropolitan, and we but we are also 32nd in the entire freaking league. Also, thanks for joining us on Twitch tonight, little boomer. I appreciate it. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I like seeing comments from over there and whatnot, yeah. trying to grow our Twitch door yeah. in our YouTube. The Blue Jackets might be the worst team, but the best podcaster for the Blue Jackets is on this show. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. You. Um, so I titled this a hard pill to swallow because, like, I don't know, like, it's been. So the, re- the reason I titled it that way is because we had more expectation, I think. I think a lot of fans, in my opinion, had more expectations for this year than we've had for many of the last years. Um, one of the biggest reasons being Johnny Gaudreau. I think that put people's like that like warped their idea, and like me too. Even like I was caught up in the in the Johnny hockey hype for a bit. I still am. I love. Jo- I think he's a fan. He's an amazing player. One of God's gifts to hockey, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, one one player is not make or break the team. Um, the reason he part of the reason he did so well in Calgary was simply because he had uh he had more help there. I don't know how to say it otherwise, like, do, like legit like help. Do, do you think their struggles are a pure talent, lack of talent problem or a lack of chemistry? I 100% believe it is not from a lack of talent. These are so, like, so that completely like cancels out your previous comment. Because like when I see the lineup, like their well, their first line, their second line, you their third, their third line, statement they yet. they have talent up and down that fucking roster. Yeah, I'm, but I'm also saying that one one 
extra guy who's known to be that good is not going to make a break. People on the Calgary Flames were able to help him do that. That's why the Flames made it so far in the playoffs he wasn't, last year. As he, a wasn't a, um, he wasn't a leader on that team is basically what you're saying. No, he was. like He was leader. He literally led the NHL in points last year. No, that ain't what I mean. I mean a locker room leader. No, he wasn't the captain. Absolutely not. No. Well, I don't even know who the Flames captain would be right now. Probably like fucking someone. But like my point being was that he had a um, a team and coaching staff around him that helped to push him to that level. I mean, yes, he got there himself, but at the end of the day, without that strong foundation behind you, you're just a dude, a really good hockey player on a team. You know, like they they made a pretty good run in the playoffs last year. They really did. Um, the Flames are a hell of a team. Um, so yeah, a couple of real quick facts here. Um, we were tied for last place, and we had been tied with the Blues for like a a bit. I'm not sure if they've played today yet or not. I think I saw my fantasy they were playing tonight. Um, because like fucking every team is, they have to stack them all on one day. They, they can't like stagger them or something. Jeez. Um, so yeah, we are, we literally have six points. I want to make a point right here. All right. So I think this includes a game from tonight. I'm not sure. So keep in mind games played. We're at the lower end with 12. The highest end in our division is 14. So not that many points. We have a total of four points we could feasibly have. Even if we had four points, we'd be still tied for last with the Pittsburgh Penguins, who have shown that they're a very good team. Their core, some of their core people who are still there, are there from that Stanley Cup winning team. You know, they're not having a great year either. Um, That's no excuse for us. Uh, So we have six points. The leader in our division has 20 points. We are 14 points behind the lead. The number third place, Carolina Hurricanes, in our division has 17 points. Okay. I'm going to make kind of a long point here, Matt. I'm sorry. So that means in order to possibly get a wild card slot for the playoffs this year, we have to come back and get 11 points to get even with Carolina and then, and they have to like lose 11 points too, or like not get 11 points somehow this rest of this year and then outpace them the rest of the year, 11 points. That would be like five wins and a tie or something, something like that. We literally have to go on a tear, tear. Little Boomer CBJ says, Blues lost 5-1. to one. Well, dope. What, does that make us not dead last then? show <gasps> standings. Yeah, that's what I was just looking up. Uh, entire NHL. Where can I get NHL hockey standings. Division, well, conference, league. Oh, it's yes. right here. I can literally just click that. Okay, let's look. Nope. No, we're still dead last. dead last. We got one okay. more loss. That's fair. Not not fair. We're three and nine. They're three and eight. Three and eight, three and nine. Ouch. 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 And they're having a shit season too, man. Um 
So, like, yeah, my point here being, dude, we, like, so part of what helped us, I'm going to bring up some other stats here real quick, too, because I got to bring up, like, where we came from in the past, like, I'll say decade, because the past decade we've been under the Yarmo Kekalainen um, general management. Um, the uh, So, yeah, the Devils had 18 points when I looked earlier today, so they've won one tonight. Kane, 17, Islanders, 16. Um yeah, we <laughs> yeah, a minimum of five games in a row, then outpace them the rest of the season. And uh, I love these boys to death. Um, love the coach, love the GM, but I just don't see it happening with all the pieces we currently have because it it hasn't been happening. I know the beginning of the year is a little bit different, but it is what it is. So. Uh, the next team above us had has 10 points. Um, so Pittsburgh, that means like they're already two wins ahead of us and they're having a not good season. Like we just, we need to get on the board, man. It doesn't matter against who or when or what we need just to simply win. We're on a five game losing streak. The record for the Blue Jackets has been, let me see if I have this real quick. Um, okay, I don't have this stat right now, but like our, our record has been like something like seven or more than that, like games. And that was um, the season I think that the head coach had gotten fired and was replaced. I'm sorry, the general manager had gotten fired and then was replaced with John Tortorella. I'm sorry, geez, John Tortorella, placed with Yarmo Kekalainen, who then came in and we got to the playoffs that next year, which is pretty cool. Um, here's a here's a here's an interesting stat for you to show you how much we fucking suck. Yeah, the Blue Jackets in four games this season have at least given up as many or more points than they've scored all season. Goals, right? Yeah, goals. Yeah. Um. So I'll give you the exact number. Well, for the entire season. Sorry. You're right on the last yeah, four they, games. They six six to the Avalanche, seven to the seven to the Devils, six to the Coyotes, and six to the Penguins. And to add to that, we have not had a game lead in 300 minutes. That's like five games. We have not had the five, lead five in a game hour. in five games. Not even once. Like if at least we could compete and get ahead of them. Like we could be like, oh, there's a spark there. I see it. They had it in them but we're not doing that. And it's just becoming more and more rough. That's all. I'm not going to leave the team. I'm not going to ever like, like absolutely disown anybody here. I love this team to death. That's why it's so frustrating. Yeah. We're diehard when we're, when it's going down the tubes like this and you know, I'm not going to sit here and like, I'll try to be as nice as possible about it to people I like, but like, like the coaches and everything, but at the end of the day, you know, we're not producing wins. And that's what this team is designed or like, that's what teams are like kind of designed to do. Um, so to, to I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a glass half empty or glass half full type of person. I'm a, it's right down the middle. I'm a fairly real, real type of person. Like I'm not going to try to, you know, I don't know. I realize it's an 82 game season. There's still time. 
Tech. Like how I many teams make it? How many teams get in the postseason? Uh, two from each division, plus I think like two wild cards from each conference. And or maybe it's four eight, wild cards from each conference. Eight, there's eight teams in each division. Uh, yeah. And there's like four divisions, so it's like uh, plus then the two, one, two, three, four. There'd be like eight more wild cards, I think. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't. Uh, I think that's how it is. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. I sometimes don't pay attention that closely. Uh, and you know, usually when they come around too, I'm so focused on like one team, or if my team hasn't been in it like last two years. Um, I don't pay attention as much. Um, so to carry off, to carry on your comment from earlier, having more goals scored against us than we've scored all season. Um, goals scored, thirty. We have thirty goals scored in twelve games. What's scored on think? us? Wow! No, no, thirty goals scored for for us, and we have fifty. Five goals against us. That's a negative twenty-five differential. Um, no other like team is even close to that. I think the next one closest to it with the the Blues. Oh. So, so what exactly is not not to go back to the whole um, learning hockey fucking shit, but uh, what exactly are goals? Goals and are when are are pucking net on the ice. Points. But do they really do they really matter? Goals? What do you mean? Yeah. That's how you win and mm-hmm. lose games. No, points are how you win and lose games. No, goals are how you win and lose games. Points are what come after the goals. You get one point for a goal, one point for an assist. And that is simply for the players. Now a win gives you two points. A loss gives you zero. A tie gives you one. And then when they the winner of that tie gets the extra two points then. So how do we have more goals than we have points? Because we've had we've lost. So now the players individually will have points for the goals. I'm sorry to even conflate that. I I, I want to take back that statement because for for the team overall team, the Blue Jackets get a point for uh, get two points for a, a win, no points for a loss, one point for a tie they lose, and two points for a tie they win. Now after the third period, if they're tied, that's a tie. The one team, like both teams, automatically get one point. The overtime is to see who gets the second point. This, so, this this is why people don't. This is why it's hard for people to get into hockey. It's it's just a win over. or a loss, man. I don't know what you're talking it, about. The goals the goals give the players individual points. So like, I mean, that's how it is for like almost every other sport. I thought. Right. Well, you're talking about you're talking about goals. I'm talking about points here. No, I'm not talking about goals right now. I'm literally talking about who wins or loses and where the points go from there. Why we have six points is because we have three wins. That's two points per win. You know what I'm saying? Like New Jersey has 20 points because they have 10 wins. So complicated. No, it's not. It's two points a win. That's it. That's all you got to know. 
Um, Why can't a win just be a win and not worry about points? Because we have to uh, be able to decide at the end of the, uh, at the end of the season, like who's going to the um, oh, little boomers. TBJ says three teams per division and two wild cards per conference. Thank you. So it's the top three from each division, and then possibly a fourth plate. It's just then two from each conference, giving a wild card on either side. So that would be twelve teams plus uh, plus. Four. That'd be like 17 teams or whatever. Thank you, little boomer. I appreciate that. Um so yeah, that's that's where we're at with the points thing there, Matt. Just so everyone else is aware. Yeah, two points for a win, none for a lost, one for a tie. If you lose two for a tie. It just seems overly no. complicated. And the reason for that is because, yeah, at the end of the year, we have to figure out because, like, yeah, you might have got a win because, like, if you get a win in overtime, like, like, we have to figure out, like, because ties can't happen. You can go through, like, all the entire shootout and everything, and you could still be tied. Or maybe the shootout eventually decides to tie. The, yeah, it's tie. the same way, same way the NFL does. You can go into double overtime and still come out with a tie. But we don't use a fucking point system for that. It's, you know, your wins, your losses, and your ties. So how does fantasy football work then if no one's getting points for non-touchdown stuff? I mean, this that's different. fantasy. This is, it is different because it's a player Literal thing, hockey. Right? Why treat it like fantasy hockey if it's literal hockey? Why do we have a point is I don't know. I just think it's so. So, like, where wrong. do you think they come up with like seeds or whatever? Like, it's it's because of the possibility of the tide and, and the wind from out there. Like, but I'm still, not... you could just use use the ties as a as a half point. Make it one. It's it's, it's just easier to make it one instead of half. We don't, have to, we don't have to work in fractions or points then at all or anything like that. I mean, personally, I cannot tell you like but even a tiny ties, bit ties how NFL very, ties very rarely happen. That's the whole. That's why it's just a um, fraction. Okay, so here the New York Rangers are six, five, and three. So that means that they probably lost those three, or else that that would be counted as a win, right? So this they've had three ties this whole year, and they probably lost them all in overtime. So, but they'll get one point for each of those. So this win, they have six points. I'm sorry, they have six wins, which is twelve plus three points for the overtimes, giving them fifteen points. So, anyway, with that aside, there's some other things I want to talk about here yet too. Um, yeah, we were talking about goals, them like other teams scoring more goals um, against us. I mean, you know, we have a um, an average of 4.6 goals a game scored against us. 4.6. That means we had to score like six goals in order to win a game. And we have an average of like 2.5. So that's just obviously something's going wrong. Obviously, right? I mean, right. I'm no expert expert, but like, Damn. 
Um, the uh, a couple of things we got going against us. Okay, so the shot the shots against us have been are like thirty five point five, and our shots have been like thirty on average. So they like on average, people only have five and a half more shots than us. Now that one game they had like fifty, and we had like thirty, but like it's at least like somewhat close competitively there. Um, I don't know. I think something's skewing that a lot. I think we shut someone out on shots like really hard one night because generally I think it's been, that's been one of the biggest problems. I mean, a goalie can only save so many shots, even if they're at like a 0.95 save percentage, they're still that 0.05 that they have to miss. And if they let, let them take 50 shots on a goalie, I mean, that's like a couple goals still. Um, and it's whatever, dude. I, it just does not work for a professional organized, professional uh, NHL team. Uh, the penalty kill yeah. is actually pretty decent. Our power play is only at like eleven percent, which is pretty bad, like really bad. That's been a, uh, a an issue. Our penalty minutes are decent. Our our faceoff percentage is also decent. I'm not going to bring up those stats because we're right in the middle of the pack. We're like right in the middle of the pack. The only thing we're number one is in is like shots against, goals against, and losses. That's the one thing we're number one at right now. Um, and it's just getting kind of rough, man. You know, it's I don't want I've said this a million times. Like this feels like something I'm getting used to, and I don't like getting used to it. Um, uh, you know, it's just been. It's just it's 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 an uphill battle from here. No matter what, we have to fight uphill to get anywhere in this division, to get anywhere in this season, to have any sort of hope at all for a winning season. I mean, even that we, we finished just under five hundred last year, uh, which means that we had a slightly uh, we had a few more losses than we did wins. But I mean. It's whatever, dude. I I keep saying that, but like I don't even know what to say because like I'm just kind of disappointed. Like I'm not really that mad about it because it is what it is. I can't change it. I can keep spending my money on Blue Jacket shit, keep going to games, keep whatever, keep supporting them. But I can't do anything about it. So just it's whatever. Um. So we have an upcoming game against the Philadelphia Flyers this Thursday. So this is going to be John Tortorella's first game back at Nationwide since he left like two years ago. Um, you're well, you're aware, Matt, that John Tortorella is our, is our former coach that um, he didn't really get fired, but he didn't get rehired. Um, meaning that like, we just never signed a new contract with him. And um, Brad Larson was the assistant coach for seven years. And so that's why we had him as our head coach now. I mean, he's, Seven years assistant coach. You know, that's nothing to sniff at. That's a very, very good resume and whatnot. Um, oh, hey, look. We are at the halfway point of our show. Um, so before I start talking about the game coming up, I'm going to go ahead and do everyone's favorite thing, an ad read. Let's go. Uh, All right, so this one's going to be a little bit different than the last few because tonight you know, we're talking to... 
you know, NFL with all this fans. hockey, with all this hockey, you know, losing left and right, I don't really feel like playing fantasy hockey. I think I'd rather play fantasy football. I have no clue how fantasy football works, so I would personally rather not at all even try because fantasy hockey, you can choose any sorts of teams. But anyway, besides that, tonight's ad read is, is geared towards football fans. Um, I know there's many, many people out there. So uh, NFL Sundays are only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Uh, Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings uh, stepped-up same-game parlays. Uh, Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, uh, player props, and points totals. Um. I have some odds right here for you for the coming up games. And now these are taken directly from uh, DraftKings, I believe. So what do we have Thursday? Whoops. We're going to have a game Thursday during ours. So that's the 10th. There's two games. No. Okay. Never mind. Okay. So Thursday we have the Atlanta Falcons against the Carolina Panthers. Um, Is this right? So one's a, One's a negative three, one's a plus three, but they're both negative ten. So is this like an even, like an even, like? like I think they get one? three. I think they get three points just for, the for home being the home team. team. Yeah, but then like, but then they're the 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 little things in green underneath of it from DraftKings say negative uh, one ten each. So we'll go to the next one. Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seahawks have a negative. Uh, 104, Tampa Bay has a negative 116. So that's both positive for both of them. Well, obviously it's negative, but, you know, it's both like a good thing for either of them. Um, so that, that, that Falcons game, man, I wouldn't know who to bet on it, something like that. Both of those teams are a shit show. Well, that explain. Oh, yeah, because uh, the Panthers got good old Mayfield on their team now, huh? Oh, uh, he got benched. I, heard, I saw that. Uh, I heard of that. No, actually, no, actually, he came back in the game. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think I, I haven't really been paying much attention, but I get that. So, uh, with bigger payouts, with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, check out the show notes on everywhere that this is posted. Um, on Twitch, check out the banners below this um, uh, this broadcast uh, to see the disclaimer that we have posted there, uh, if you're interested in that. And yes, uh, we are the Hockey Podcast Network, or affiliated with them, Um but we, you know, NFL is huge in this country. Uh, you know, there's no, a big reason for it. It's just huge. Everywhere. We're, we're the whole fucking network. We're taking over. Yeah. Well, there is the the Pigskin Podcast Network, which is TPPN. Um, you know, to promote PP. something more there too. Yeah. TP. TPP. <laughs> um, maybe and, maybe they uh, should think about changing the name of that. 
pee pee um the pee pee network <laughs> we're like grown-ass men giggling over pee pee dude um <laughs> oh i giggle every time that they fucking talk about the power play oh yeah 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 oh, i say it's pee pee time my 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 big go-to is like if we have a good uh penalty kill or a good power play i'm always like big pee pee energy let's go because <laughs> i find it funny um i really do uh Anyway, give him giving me Kevin vibes there. Oh yeah, with the whole Kevin big deck vibe. energy, I feel it. But I mean, it's not like I. Anyway, so upcoming game, we're going to be up against the Philadelphia Flyers on the Thursday, the tenth of November. Um, the Flyers are fifth in there and our division fourth now it looks like shit it's changed since earlier i wrote this down wrote these notes down earlier flyers are fourth in our division um six three and two i mean six wins three losses uh two ties um they're going down get this though okay hold on this might have changed since today when i looked earlier today okay it has changed earlier today philadelphia's shots were um, for the season, we're 28-4 and 28 against, or goals for the season, I'm sorry. So they were at exactly even on their goals given up again to, compared to goals um, goals that they've scored, which is pretty funny. Now, t- today, they are now uh, goals against 29, goals for 33, so they must have won. They are 7-3-2 and two now. They did win. Shit. So they are fourth in our division currently. Don't it don't um, matter, dog. And so that is against former uh, former Blue Jackets head coach John Tortorella, um, someone who, when he came here, uh, made a difference almost immediately. Uh, from what I recall, tor- we're gonna have Tortellini for dinner. <laughs> uh, everyone used to call him that all the time, dude. So he's a pretty he's known as a pretty fiery kind of guy. I've talked about on the podcast with the Bangalorean and Willie Lutz about how he was like. He's basically shit talking his own team at like the beginning of this year, um, but they've they've showed up. They've actually came out and showed up, and and they've made a uh, a good battle here. So that's surprising for them. So um, okay, we'll get to. I I got to make this a little bit quick because there's like a really big point that I want to get to here soon about like the whole organization as a whole. Is it a point or a goal? Uh, a point. Um. Uh, you're like the one of the only few people. Like, I I don't know how to like explain this differently. Like to anybody, like it's not like a really hard concept to grasp, man. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it. Um, so let's go over. Uh, so goals against average for Philadelphia is two point five. For us, it's four point six. So we gotta show up. We gotta make more shots tomorrow. We gotta um. You know, really make sure the defense has no holes in it so that way our last line of defense can, like, survive <laughs> the goalie, uh, so to speak. Uh, shots uh, on goal average 26.7. For us, it's 30.7. So the shots on goal from Philly is well below our um, average of 35.5, uh, which is very good looking at, looking at it that way. Um you know, I'm trying to look at the positives as much as possible here because there is still there's always a chance anyone can win any night, um, and I believe that we could. Uh, our 
their power play percentage is like 20%. Ours is six. So we can, we got to stay out of the box tomorrow because their penalty kill. Uh, and yeah, even if they go to the box, like we got to stay what? out of the box tomorrow. They're what? Even though our penalty kill is pretty good. What? They're what? Their penalty kill percentage. Uh, their what? penalty kill percentage is 82%. And then. Ours is like 79%. So it's pretty close, pretty even. We have a decent power, uh, power play kill. But then, um, oh, so goals have changed since earlier I wrote this down. Their goals for the season. Um, they have had less goals than us, but apparently now they have, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 33 goals to R30. So we're pretty even in goals. They just given up a lot less. They have t- uh, less than 30 goals against. So we have 55, dude. Oh my god. They have 30 goals against. That's pretty sad. Pretty pretty sad. So I know you were trying to say PP again. I get it. I yeah, know. you were talking about being in a box. Your mom's box. <sighs> so that's where you want to put your peepee, I guess. Um, a couple more things I want to talk about before here, before we get um, get going here. So, I've been talking about, I've been tweeting about, like a shakeup could happen. Maybe it needs to happen. And by shakeup, I mean like trades, um, new staff, any like you know. Um, that's mostly it. I mean, new staffing basically mean like new coach or like new whatever. A lot now of people you are talk saying about staffs. Um, a lot of people are saying that like that this year we're not going to get rid of Brad Larson. And here's a possible reason why. Um, we're stupid. If if Yarmo fires Brad Larson, that is going to be the third coach under his tenure that he's had to get rid of. And we'll have to get a fourth coach under his tenure. Yarmo Kekalainen has been our GM for nine, I think, going. This is his 10th year, so a decade. In that decade, we have made the playoffs um, one, two, three, four, five, five times. One, two, three, four. Yeah, five times in 10 years. The first year actually being like his first year as GM. So he came in and made a big difference. It was great. Do you know how many playoff series we have won in t- a decade? In one decade, we have won a single a single playoff series. And we swept them against Tampa. Um, I was there for the final game. It was sick. It was something great. I was so glad we were able to, uh, to do that. Um, now, to be fair, like that's literally... Um, the entire since the year 2000, the, the top, when the Blue Jackets were founded, that's our only series win too. So our only you know playoff appearances has been under Yarmo. We've only got one playoff series win. That's not necessarily that's not great. That's just not good at all. Um, and we've had like some amazing talent on this team. Like I said, man, earlier. We not we're not for lack of talent, we're for lack of. We have a lot of here. fucking talent, dude. It makes no just fucking starting sense. at the top, man. We got dude like Gaudreau, Line, Rowenski. One before this year, I didn't really watch hockey. Didn't keep up with hockey. 
Um, two, I don't live in Ohio, so like, I'm not gonna hear any of these guys on like the local TV and shit like that. I've actually heard of a lot of these dudes. Well, I'd hope so. I've been talking about them with you for like a month well, now. <laughs> not just with you. Like, I don't watch fucking ESPN or none of that shit. I don't. No, I got you. I don't watch. I have. The only TV I watch at all is literally when sport like hockey's on <laughs> or baseball. I love watching baseball. That's uh, World Series on TV. Kind of yeah, on TV, dude. I only yeah. do that when I want to fucking nap. <laughs> well, like uh, a lot, a lot of times, if I got a baseball game on, I'll play like some like video games while I'm watching it on my laptop. I mean, or I don't, I don't know, I don't know how. Um... I don't know how Cleveland announcers are, but have you ever listened to fucking John Day call a fucking baseball game? No. I love oh, Cleveland God. announcer, man. He's been announcers like since I was like a kid, and I, I love him to death. He's great. Fucking He's, Reds uh, announcers. Yeah, except for Brian Giesenstall, because uh, <laughs> he's one of our Blue Jackets announcers. I'd like him. Although he's not like a play-by-play guy. He's like a between the... No, between the ice or uh, an intermission kind of guy, I meant to say. I would, when I was growing up, I would rather um, turn on the radio and listen to Marty and Joe call the fucking game on the radio than watch it on fucking TV. Oh, yeah. Our, our Blue Jackets radio guy is awesome, too. I've I mentioned this probably every podcast, but Bob McElligot is like pretty I don't know who the, like I, like I think I said it on the last show. Whoever fucking announces it for serious XM is yeah. fucking dog <laughs> shit. Dog shit. I'll find out. I'll fucking screenshot it. On, uh, Do it. Do it. The next game. Um, on Thursday. So, you know, just something to think about. We've only made it um, past the first round of playoffs one time in a decade. Actually, one time in two decades, but specifically under this GM, we've only made it one time. Um, and uh, from like the 2017 to 2020 season, we made it like four times in a row. Like we made it to playoffs four times in a row, like so maybe that I think like that's where everyone's expectations have kind of been at. You know that was a pretty solid string of of years for us of seasons. It was it was pretty solid, uh, and then we've traded literally everyone from those teams almost all out. Um, but and so a positive before Yarmo we had zero, absolutely no playoff appearances at all. So. That's one thing to think about, I guess. Like when people start like bashing on the coaches and, and Yarmo and everything like that. Like statistically, we've never been a good team. We never had a playoff uh, game before Yarmo, and but also in one decade, um, we've only had one playoff series win. And so, you know, it's kind of rough. Um, but yeah, also before Yarmo, we were also like part of like the Central Division. Um, which was very hard. We were also like that made us part of the Western Conference or some shit like that. It was really weird. Um, they shook it up, I think, in like 2013, the 2013, 2014 season. Yeah. Um, and uh, the best we've ever finished in our division has been like third in the Metropolitan Division in 2016, 2017. That's when we went on like that tear of wins, I think, like 17 in a row or some shit like that. Um, so, yeah. 
just wanted to, you know, if I've seen a lot of people talking about it on Twitter, on Facebook. I see a lot of people talking about, oh, fire the coach, fire the coach, fire the coach. And like, while I'm not necessarily like against that sentiment at times, fire the coach. It's, I mean, dude, if we do one. Stanley Frank says, Yarmo, I trust. Larson is horrendous. I 100% agree with that. I mean, I just think it's going to be rough for Yarmo's look if he has to fire a third coach. Well, they didn't really fire towards this and really resign his contract, but um, that's a, it's kind of a hard look to have, man. Like just running through coaches, like trying to patch some band aid or trying to like patch some something up that don't. Don't stick with somebody that's on the staff already. Get somebody from out of the fucking that's organization. Because like um Brad Larson was under um John Tortorella for seven years. Well, I think John Tortorella was here for that like, long. like the Bengals when they started out 0 and two and you know they were fucking losing and looked like shit. Everybody wanted Zach Taylor fired, but they wanted to they wanted to fucking they wanted to fucking you have a, a the fucking defensive coordinator be the head coach. It's fucking so goddamn stupid. I don't want somebody that's they're on already the doing damn a great staff. job at what they're doing. If it's not their fault, then get a new person. I I wholeheartedly agree, well, especially at this. I point mean, they're they're not going to stay on. They wouldn't stay on the staff because they would look. They would feel looked over. You would have to fire the whole staff. Yeah. Um. Uh, there is one person from the entire organization that I would be okay with being the head coach, but he is not the Blue Jackets on the Blue Jackets coaching staff. His name is Trent Vogel Hubert. He is the guy who coached us in preseason. He is the Cleveland Monsters head coach. He's used to working with these young guys. He's used to working with an ever-changing lineup. He's a head coach. The the I mean, they're like five and five this year, like the Cleveland Monsters are, which automatically that's doing a lot better than we are. And Trent Vogelhuber, he's just pretty awesome. Stanley Franks says, Larson was our power play coach under Torts, and we had one of the worst power plays in the year in the league every year under him. We sh- never should have hired him. He's a nice guy, but he stinks. He's nice, and I think he's nice to a detriment too. He comes out after all these games, and he's so calm and level-headed, which is like, cool, good for you, dude, but like... I, I kind of miss that torch fire sometimes where he's like legitimately pissed, just mad about what is happening here. I want to see Larson show some emotion. I've literally seen him just sit there and like mope. It's like, well, the answer's in that room uh, somewhere, but we got to find it. Like, no shit, Sherlock, bro. We have a talented team. What's going on? Why are we not winning more? Like, you come up with the answer. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting kind of animated and showing some emotion here to myself, and I want to uh, stick to this because we got like just a couple minutes left here. I want I just got some points I really got want to get out here. Um, everyone on the team has a plus minus that's negative except for Kent Johnson, which Johnson, Sillinger, and Chinagov have not been getting the same minutes they were given last year, and yet those three remain in like in second place in points, tied with like a lot of other people. The first player in points on our team this year is currently Johnny Gaudreau, um, which, as anybody should expect. Um, so I want to do a comparison real quick. Yeah, Johnny Gaudreau, nine points. Um, these next five people, six people, all have six points. 
Kent Johnson, Boone Jenner, Zach Rowenski, Yegor Chinikov, Jack Larosovic, uh, Jacob Voracek. They all have six points, meaning that they have gotten a combination of goals and assists to get to six points. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, dude, this is what I was saying earlier, man. Like, I'm not even sure why they didn't re-sign him. Like, we literally went to the playoffs more under his coaching. Sorry for the audio listeners. I'll read. Stanley Frank says, I miss Torts. He'd be fighting players if they had played this bad for him. Yeah. Dude, like, everyone was expecting the Flyers to come out. Even Torts was expecting the Flyers to come out and be horseshit this year. And they've pulled it together. They're having a decent season. They're not, like, currently, like, Stanley Cup champion material. But, like, they're still decent. And the reason for that, I personally think, is torts. So another comment from Stanley Franks. Larson is ruining Kent Johnson's chance at a Calder. He is too. Like, dude. So we need someone who knows how to work with these young guys. Why not Rick First, Nash? Too young? He's I don't know that he has any actual coaching experience. He is one. He works for us right now. He is doing uh, for the Blue Jackets organization. He goes out and talks to like um, he's like a recruiter kind of now. Like he's a big he's name a that we player, can use. Director of player development. Yeah, right. And so, I, personally, would everyone and their brother be absolutely stoked to see Rich, Rick Nash back on that bench there? Absolutely. Should he maybe start as like an assistant coach or something? I think so. Just with having no no experience coaching, because that's part of I think like like even though Larson has experience um, being our power play coach and like whatever, like he's I mean he's still a player at heart, you know. And sometimes I don't I don't know. Not that like players don't make good coaches because some of, they do. Like you need a fundamental understanding of the game um, to be a good coach. But I mean it's just. Uh, he was a defenseman too, right? So, like, what's up with our defense then? Like, Brad Larson, I mean, was a defenseman. And yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, he, I don't think he knows how to work with these young guys either because of the way that he learned under Torts uh, how to how to do that. And it's uh, it's hard to watch, man. Um, especially because when when we start getting uh comments from Line after a big yeah. trip for him and yeah. he says i wish i wouldn't have even gone on this trip dude we have okay we can't make everyone happy but we need to keep our stars happy and i wonder if if we could ask patrick line of what what it is what's the problem with this team like you know off the record whatever what what do you think how can we is he going to tell you? Right is he going to tell you that the year? problem, the problems are somewhere in that room? <laughs> well, he's going to Something find them. Fucking stupid and vague. Yeah. Or is he just going to be like, dude, we don't like, we don't know how to play as a team because of our coach. Who knows? You know, because Brad's like obviously not admitting it himself. He doesn't want to. Uh, Stanley Franks, I appreciate all the comments. I'll read one more here for you, uh, for the uh, audio listeners too. Johnson, Silly, and Chinikov need minutes. These guys all have amazing shootouts, and yet they have no shots. Look at their shots on gold compared to other people who shouldn't be shooting. And they have some of the least amount of minutes on the team. And they're, like, tied for second place for points. So they're getting less minutes and more points. Play them. If, if someone can't keep up, if someone's not keeping up, put them on the bench. Get them out of here. 
If you can't do it, then don't do it. Keep them out. I wholeheartedly agree, Stanley Franks, if you couldn't tell. I, they have came in this year. They've showed up. Everyone's saying how Sillinger's having a, like a sophomore slump. Well, yeah, he's not. He's getting like like ten minutes a game. Like, damn. Like, get him out there. Get him out there. You're, you. They're on the team. You might as well play him or send him to the monsters so they can play. Like, now the only thing about that is like we have to use the waiver wire for some of them yet, um, which is unfortunate. But I, I wholeheartedly agree. Look, if we're gonna, we're already losing. What's it hurt? When they're like some of our best goal scorers and shooters, fucking right, dude. Um. So yeah, because the only person on our team yet that has zero points is is Adam Boquist. He has zero points yet. That means no goals, no assists at all this year. And I I had him pegged for a breakout year. Ah, that's breakout rough to what? see. Uh breakout just a like breakout year meaning like he's gonna have. I was being sarcastic. Okay. Gotcha. Um, break break so, out like Santori. I wonder if he did it. I wonder if he's okay. Dude, I'm right? I don't know what ever happened to him. I was hoping he'd stick around. To, he'd come back after, um, you know, he was taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Ain't nobody taking that team to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, not, not, not the way things have been going. Like, damn. Um, so let's compare it real quick, uh, some stats from this year with last year, and then we'll try to end off with something fun and lighthearted just real quick. Um, so last year, Voracek led our team in points. He had 62 points last year. Do you know why? He only had six goals, and that's not six points from goals. 56 assists. What Holy shit, that's a he lot. He was our guy. That is... That is literally uh, 19 more assists than anyone else on our team. And, and the next one down is Zach Rowenski. What, so, what a Scotty Pippen type guy he is. Dude, right. So after him, we have Oliver Bjorkstrand, whom we traded away because we got Goudreau and we had so little cap space that we couldn't keep him. And he's now playing for the Seattle Kraken. I wish him well there and all the best. I watch them sometimes because of him. I hope he does great. And they've been doing better than us this year for sure. So good for him. Um, 57 points. So he's only five away. He had 28 goals, uh, 29 assists. The next person after him in goals was Patrick Line. And Line was out for like a good part of the season last year. Like he uh, he had an injury and he went home to like chill out with his family. And like, I think he was, I think he was having like some mental health. I think there was like a family member sick or, or he had like some sort of like mental health thing going on or whatever in any case i i think he's not there this year and, and not in that headspace this year he had 26 goals last year on a shortened season i bet he would have gotten like double that or like damn near double it i want to believe i want to believe so hard um so i just wanted to bring that up real quick that one of our like best players from last year isn't even on our team anymore um voracek who is apparently out indefinitely. Ah, uh, little boomer CBJ, you are one hundred percent correct. His dad passed away last season, um, and then so he was pretty much out. And then by the time, yeah, and you know, uh, so something like that, man, take as much time as you need. 
you know the same thing with Texier. I really I wholeheartedly I miss Texier a lot, but at the end of the day, go take care of yourself, dude, because you're more important than the game as a person. But uh, Stanley Frank says Line would say he needs a center. Vancouver is looking to move Bo Horvat. I seen this today. Uh, he's a good goal. He's a goal scorer, and would only cost us Boquist or Roslovic and our first pick. Dude scored thirty plus goals last year. Dude, Bo Horvat is a solid, solid player. I'm not super. I would not be super excited trading away future. Um, well, yeah, trading away picks would be fine. Yeah, I don't want to trade any of like our young stars, like our young future talent for that, something like that. But I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Bookwist or, or Rozovic, and then, yeah, like an, an early pick, something like that would be uh, solid because once we got rid of one of those two dudes, not rid of, once we trade one of those two, we'd be good on cap then, and we could afford, afford Bo Horvat a lot easier then too. Um I, I totally agree with that. I saw he was up. Uh, Vancouver is in need of a shakeup too. You know, they're not having a good year this year. It's one of the only teams we've beaten so far this year. Um, it's looking rough for them as well. So maybe we could just see if we got something to shake things up. Maybe that's all we need is a shakeup. Not saying trade trade the farm or everything away. But um, anyways, I appreciate that. Stanley. Kevin says, hello, everyone. What's up, Kevin? Stanley Franks replies to Kevin, <laughs> I have a belly button. I knew a girl from high school who didn't have a belly button because um, she had something happened like at birth where like they had to do like surgery and like they never gave her one, I guess. I don't fucking know, dude. That's wild to me. You wild. Like, wasn't that, that like, part of a show one time? CBJ. Hell yeah, brother Kevin. Um, so yeah, that's all I wanted to end on. We're just comparing it last last year a little bit. Um, so actually, hold on, Stanley Franks, you make a val- very valid point here because I had this written down too. I wasn't going to cover it though. So as far as trades goes, um, you know, uh, what about Nyquist? What about Gavrikov? Gavrikov's on his last year of of his contract, and he has not been like very quick to want to sign another year or another contract with us. I mean, or feasible like we'd already be talking about it, I bet. So I think Gavrikov was just really up in the air about how this year was going to go. Um, and I don't want to see him gone. I think he's a fantastic player. He's done great for us. But if, you know, if we can't make a contract for him work, like better trade him now than lose him later for nothing. Right. Um, I mean, feasibly, 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 even though they're not performing super well, we could. We have we're we're really deep in the uh, goal goalie. Yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about, Stanley Franks. I don't want to see Gavrikov go the same way. We for, we gave Domi away for nothing at the trade deadline. Um, yeah, lost Bjorkstrand, Domi, and Texier from last year, and also Scott Harrington and like a couple like other smaller names too. Um, just just rough. I don't want like losing people for nothing. We could have gotten something for Domi. I mean, I'm glad he's doing well in Chicago now, playing with Seth Jones again. But seriously, dude, that's just pisses me off hearing that shit. Um for nothing. Nothing. Granted, we pretty much got Johnny Gaudreau for nothing. But that's what I don't want to happen to like Gavrikov or something like that. If he doesn't want to play here, let's trade him now and get something for him. 
than to not have him sign another contract. Um, we're really deep in the goalie department. We could feasibly trade a goalie. What's up, Matt? Oh, I, thought you had to, I thought you were saying, I thought you were trying to say something. No, you were saying we could just trade him away. I said peace. Oh, peace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't want to do that. I wish he would sign on the contract for another year. But like at the end of the day, maybe we could shake things up. I mean, I don't think we're going to be able to trade good Branson now. Like, shit. Um, yeah. Any other defensive people? Like, eh, I would rather not. But yeah. And I don't, we don't really have time right now. I don't want to get into good Branson. Maybe we'll get into it on an after dark therapy session this uh, this weekend, uh, and we'll see how he plays the next two games as well. No, we're, uh, we're doing two. We're doing more heroes. Whoa! It's like a, you became a transformer for a second. You lagged. It's actually stuck on your photo right now. Hold on. There we go. My phone you keeps wanting to connect to the Wi-Fi. Shit, right on. Um, well, yeah, that's said, like all the, like the nitty gritty. I stats said Saturday right we're Saturday we're doing more tier list. With an eight sixty six save. Oh shit! I'm not gonna be on this Saturday. Oh wait, I'm not we're skipping this Saturday. Saturday. We are skipping this Saturday. That's right. Um, well, well, this is last people. year's stat. Ah, oh, you know what, Boomer? I little Boomer. I was looking at um last year's stats when I was looking at this. What is it this year? 0.863. And Corpus Solo has a 0.889. But well, I, I'm thinking even like, like who's the third? Like I love Daniel. I think Daniel Tarasov could be a future goalkeeper for the, for the Blue Jackets, 100. percent And you know, realistically, um. Stanley Frank says, if we signed Horvat now, he could be our number one until Voracek comes off our books in two years to pursue a real number one. Horvat goes to two. I would like Silly on the wing better. Kids a sniper like Chinikov. You know, you make a point. He played wing, I think, like all last year because they didn't really have room. That's the same thing I think they did with Kent Johnson a bit this year. They put him on wing just to give him some minutes. And... um yeah, Silly had like some great goals last year, and although he's not been playing as well as last year, it doesn't seem like anyone has. And when everyone it's playing like, like shit, well, okay, so imagine you're taking like um, you're taking a class at school, like you're taking bio- biology one. Okay, if the entire class fails, the teacher has failed. You know, if, if, if like half the class is passing and half the class is failing, probably at least a decent teacher. If everyone passes, that's actually a sign of probably a good teacher or at least like if like 90% of people pass. So like what I'm saying right now is like, I think like if everyone's kind of failing, you have to look at who's leading and who's teaching there too. Um, you know, I fire the coach. <laughs> um, fire the coach like uh, part of me wants to like give him some chances yet but part of me is like dude we gotta turn the season around or else like like i mentioned before we gotta win five games and tie one to even get to third place in our division and then we have to maintain that we have to keep it up we have to keep going up and doing better for the entire rest of the year 
of the season. What's going to be the What's going to be the breaking point? What 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 is the breaking point for you? How, how many more losses? You've can all, You've already You've already got line A, fucking talking about how he wishes he wouldn't have went on. That was my breaking point right there. I'd already been That's kind of the breaking about point. thinking about once if once those comments came out. That is fire the fucking coach. Yes, little boomer. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but yeah, a hundred percent. So this is going to be um, Yarmo's third coach in nine years that he would have to fire. So then we'd have to get a fourth coach under Yarmo. Uh, before Yarmo came in, we had zero, none, no playoff appearances. Uh, since him, we've had five, um, but also in nine years, in nine years, we have had only one playoff series win. It's just not. It's just not good enough. I don't know how that's good enough for the owners. I don't know how that's good enough. It's not like I don't know how it's good enough for the fans. Like, yeah, I'm still always going to be here and love this team, win or lose. At the end of the day, I'm going to start bitching about it too, though. When we're doing this bad, um, yeah, you're 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 not wrong there, uh, little boomer, for sure. Um. Tell him, Matt. <laughs> Hell yeah, Stanley Franks. Um, Stanley Franks says, if we don't make a trade for Horvat or fire the coach, it's time to tank for Bedard or Santilli. Um, yeah, that's a gamble too, though, because like we end up tanking, um, and then literally we go like into a draft lottery still. So it's like still kind of taking a risk there. And also, like we're three point eight percent up against the cap. We have 3.8% of our cap left. So, you know, are you just like going to go to the owner and be like, oh, hey, dude. So, like, you know, you spent like all these millions of dollars this year, like almost up, up against the cap. So far, we couldn't even get another fucking person. And yeah, so fuck it. We're just going to tank this year to hopefully we get like another another new young guy. You know, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I, um, I like if we do that bad. I hope we at least get Bedard or Santilli. You're right. That's some uh, upcoming prospects coming up soon. Um, you know, I mean, we already have another one of the the. We have another couple like great prospects and Jordan Dumay, Dumais, Dumay, Dumay, and uh, Matejcik's showing up great this year. We sent the year. Oh, so I'll leave it on this. Worst give you top three guaranteed. Yeah, like knock on wood. Like if at least. We're gonna suck. Hopefully, we get something good out of it, because like otherwise, it's worse. Um, last thing I'm gonna leave everyone with tonight, though, is so um, the Blue Jackets have recalled uh, Gavin Bate. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Brendan Gauntz and uh, Emil Bemstrom um, to the to the Blue Jackets, and so they've sent back uh, check and uh, Matejchuk. Did they bring Matejchuk up? I forget. I think it was. Um, I'm not looking at any notes or anything here. Um, but, uh, they sent them back down. They reassigned Pavel Chayon back to like, uh, their ECHL team too, from the monsters, which is kind of an interesting move. I thought, pa- uh, Chayon did great this year and where he showed up in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, preseason games, uh, little boomer CBJ says 5.5 comes off the books next year with Nyquist and 2.8 with Gabby. So they 8.3 to play with. Um, 2.8 with Gabby? I, I was thinking it was like 4. 
that's damn 5.5 for Nyquist. The dude, like, he's a great player. I'm not saying it's not worth that. I'm just saying, like, that's more than I'd have got paid for. <laughs> same with same with good Branson, though. Like, damn, um, 8.3 to play with, and then we got we got, um, you know, some young kids coming up, um, who are going to need to be paid more soon. Um, you know, if we do get Bo Horvat, I'm not sure what he's going to have to take for us. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good another like that's a so- good solid like two or three more players that that could be decent for us. Uh, definitely like two good like great players probably like like I like Nyquist, I like Gavrikov, but at the end of the day, Gavrikov's not hasn't he has not been. There's no rumors about him signing a new contract. The rumors are him not signing a new contract. So just kind of rough. Just kind of rough. All the way around, man. I I want so bad for this team to win. I want so bad for this team to do well. I want to get back to the playoffs. Um, I feel like we have a lot of the pieces in our players. The answer's in that room somewhere. Well, he's not in the fucking room. He's in the front office. His name is Rick Nash. (laughs) No, I wish. Wish you could get him as a coach. That'd be cool. Like I said, I don't think he's got like the experience for it, but I don't give a fuck. Cool to talk about for a bit. Um, Zach Taylor took the took the Bengals to the Super Bowl last year, and his highest coaching position was quarterback coach. Nice. And that's like a central part of the whole thing. But dude, no, we're no. we're quite a one, bit over, one right year. Now, over the time. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'm gonna end it with this. Matt, why are chicken coops called chicken coops? Or I'm sorry. <laughs> this is such a stupid question. Why are why do chicken coops only have one door? Because if they had four, they'd be called chicken sedans. <laughs> we gotta end this before I start to say what the jokes, man. fuck. Look, Are I'm trying up? to lighten the mood. Coops, no, Coops had, had two like, doors, dumbass. I know, but like, I think I messed up the joke there somewhere. Okay, yeah. I got another one for you. I got another one for you. What's blue and not heavy? The sky. Light blue. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, one uh, last comment from Stanley Franks. Thank you for stopping my dumb comments real quick, or my dumb jokes. Uh, Dume is nasty, so is Carol Dolzenkov. They're both going nuts, and they are. I, can't, I keep seeing it on there. Um, you know, I keep seeing it come up on Twitter and shit like that, and damn, it's, you know, it gives me a lot of hope for the future, but, I mean... I'd rather look at our stars right now than look at our future stars too. So hopefully we can get it together here soon. But anyway, thank everyone for joining us for this live hold, broadcast. Hold, hold, I'm trying to quit, up. dude. We're 16 minutes over. I wanted to quit. I get that. I get that. But every time I go to talk, you talk over me. So earlier today, I was on the Twitter account and I posted a insensitive fucking comment and I want to fucking explain myself with this. You know exactly the one that I'm fucking talking about. I do. So, 
when I'm in the car, I, I like to I like to post gifts. Um, mm-hmm. And when I'm when I'm in the car, they, they really don't fucking load up. So gotcha. all I was looking, all I was searching for, was one that was talking about young kids working. I was like, oh, this one yeah, works because I saw the little, I saw the little caption at the bottom, and uh, I didn't know that it had a. It made me look any sort of connotation behind it. I get that. I get that. Uh, I do. I did. I noticed it, and it's already off. No worries. I, I've already. Oh, oh I, I know. I, I saw you. Bit, yeah. No worries. Hey, that's a that's a good point, Stanley Franks. He likes the Nash idea, but not uh, with Barry Trotz out there. I mean, Barry Trotz would be a good option. I mean, that's if he wants to coach. Um, he'd be a solid option for at least like a year or two, you know, to figure things out with us or just to, to get our asses in gear. I mean, he did it with the Islanders. Pretty cool. But with that, this has been a Blue Jack... Oh, jeez. This has been a Brew Jackets uh, episode number 13. Um appreciate anyone for watching the live stream, the uh, video on YouTube, the Twitch, the Twitter, the Facebook, wherever you're at on the audio ones, on Apple, Spotify, wherever. We follow appreciate us on your Twitter. views. Yeah, follow us on Twitter and uh, check us out on YouTube of most places. That's trying to grow the YouTube uh, more soon, but um, don't Twitter forget to handles. subscribe, follow, do whatever, um, wherever we're at. Our Twitter handles are on the screen right now. I am... Uh, at hefty duck on Twitter and Matt is at lawless underscore one. Um, and uh, Brew Jackets Pod. Oh yeah, and at Brew Jackets Pod as well. Um, on uh, on Twitter, it's uh, we're pretty fun guys. We're fun time. We like making dumb jokes. If you couldn't tell, I like drinking um, ciders and beer. Ciders mostly. But in any case, I'm trying to drink this fucking ale. I that does suck, man. That does suck. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be so fucking blueberry. Well, keep that in mind. It's good. It's good that we did the brew review. That way, we can tell people what them what them be aware of it. I don't think anybody watching this is going to be able to find this anyway. All right, that's true. Is anyway. Uh, See you guys. Uh, We'll be back again at least by Tuesday next week for sure. Goodbye. Okay. No, I'm gonna end. We're the still live. Broadcast. We are still live. I know.